podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest Anfield Index Under Pressure podcast. My name's Dan Kennett, and um, with me to discuss the, the, shall we say, interesting pair of matches against Leicester and Brentford, um, we have a bit of surprise um, because Rhodesy has been taken poorly, unfortunately, um, so get well soon, Rhodesy. Sai has been otherwise detained. Um, maybe he's been kept behind after training by Derby um, for, for for not to for, for, for naughty. On the, he's on the naughty step. But I do have live from our live broadcasting from his ivory tower. It's Doctor Phil Barter. Even how Phil, are you, how you doing, mate? You're right. Sai's done a runner, hasn't he, on us uh, too? <laughs> yeah, he's probably otherwise engaged, as he said, with important stuff. Yeah, maybe actually, yeah, doing actual sports science work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But we do have, coming from the other side of the virtual glass, I do have producer Guy, and producer Guy's donning his Superman cape to help us do a three-man pod for this at super short notice. How are you doing, Guy? Uh, not great, seeing as you're making me talk about Liverpool, but other than that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> ha- have, you, have you spoken about Brentford or Liverpool on any AI pods yet? Uh no. <laughs> well, you can no. anyway. So at least yeah. they're giving you the option to do that. So, and get, thanks for this. Get, so this this may not be as analytical as some of the normal shows, but you'll excuse us that. Um, sometimes, um, um, sometimes you've got to say things for what they are, which is not very good. Um, so, so we are going to start off. And um, to be honest, uh, Bart, before we start, the, these two matches were were both pretty remarkable matches to you know were to, to, in their own right weren't they really they were very very unusual league games yeah I mean for a myriad of reasons but it, astonishing really in terms of I mean probably from every element you could look at you know selection tactics on field off you know everything and the yeah, the events within the matches the events within yeah. the match were just yeah. I mean you know we won a game at home without actually having a sh- without scoring <laughs> You know, when that ever happened? You know, it just, it just. Well, yes, yeah. You know, you then go and get, you then go and concede an goal in in the actual the result in the next game. Yeah, you know, so it's just, yes, yeah, very, very bizarre. The last two games, I have to say. Yeah. So before we go on to the the match summary and stuff, um, guy, come to you on these, right? On 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 the teams, right? Because um, it was it was it was Leicester at home, first game back after the World Cup for us, and um, it you know it was. It was a strong. You know, Matip was back at the back, yeah. Was, yes. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the team? Was it you know Fabinho was where was he? Was he? Did he have a knock? What was it? Uh, it was his wife being That's right, yeah. given birth. That was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, we we saw since the return of, from the World Cup that Fabinho looks 
not like his evil twin anymore. <laughs> um, so him missing is a huge miss because I think quite a lot of people would agree Henderson doesn't really have the physical capabilities to play that six anymore like he used mm. to at the very least. Um, mm. It's just not having Fabinho there, and I can't remember the team exactly because I've, I've rushed yeah, it. So was it, it was, yeah, massive, was it Elliot and Tiago? Yeah, Elliot was in midfield, yeah. and it was Ox, you know, kind of notionally in the front three, but kind of more midfield, yeah. really, wasn't it? When yeah. it was there. Yeah. So, having, yeah. having a midfield of um, Henderson, Henderson, um, Elliot, and Tiago, it's all right, Henderson doing it when he's three years younger and he's got Ginny Vinealdum there, basically playing as a six at the same time. Mm playing with a winger and Thiago, who's not, as, I don't think, as defensively of as sound as as what Thiago was. Yeah. Uh, is. But, yeah, it's just it's a very unbalanced team, but I'm sure you, I've said that many times this yeah. season, I'm sure you have as well on this podcast. And it was a, and it was a return for our favourite ex-manager, Brendan, back at Anfield. Um, usually we rack up the goals and we rack up the shots against the Brendan team. Um, fair to say, Brendan tried to stiffen it up, didn't he, a bit, you know, with his selection there. He... Um, he went with he went with the, the the fellow who's kind of frozen out, typical Brendan style. Sumare came back in, didn't he? Yeah. Double pivot with Ndidi. Um there was no um Madison, who was their best player, and no Vardy either. So No, and they they also dropped uh Yuri. Tillemans, yeah. Uh, Tillemans, I mean, just to give us a real good chance of getting the three points. He he did us a right favour, but um yeah, and he changed uh, Perez. No, uh, Pratt came out and put Perez up front, who normally causes us issues. I think. I think by in terms of a Brendan eleven uh, um, guy, that was pretty much about as hard working team as Brendan could have put out, right? Yeah, I'd think so. I think indeed he's very good. Oh, he was very good before all these injury issues. Yeah. and a bit bit too much Brendan. But yeah, you mentioned Samari. I think he's. He's one who's kind of worked his way back into the graces, but I think that's probably more to do with Tielemans falling off more than anything. Mm. Um, but the lad who, the phaser who obviously scored, um, saved, basically saved us, I should say. Um, he he seems to have shooed things up a little bit at the back for them. Comes in, Johnny Evans is now like a corpse at this stage. Um, <laughs> corpse of Johnny Evans. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, true, though. Yeah, and even like Vardy's... He, he had the... Um, he, he, I, the fellow who scored the own goals, Fess, he, he was credited with the turnaround for Brent for, for Leicester in November and December, wasn't he? Yeah, um, yeah I think it's yeah. more. I think it's a, a mix of putting him in and dropping and dropping Sionto, <clears throat> who's been out in the um, mm. the wilderness all season. Yeah, yeah. So some interesting teams there. Um, and let's just I'll just quickly do the match summary from Rosie did provide us this um, before he got taken before he got taken ill. So obviously two goals to one. Thing to note here is that this is the first match Premier League match ever to have been won by a team going. One nil down and not scoring a goal of their own, so that's quite something. This is the twenty. What are we in, Bart? It's the twenty third year of the Premier League now. That's twenty five, isn't it? It's not. Is it more than that? Yeah. Ooh. It's a lot of matches. It's, a lot of, yeah. and it's thousands of it's like 400 matches a season, pretty much. So it's thousands and thousands of matches. First time it's ever happened. Um, non penalty XG across the models is 2.3 for, for Liverpool, one for Leicester. Shots was 21 7. Shots in the box, 12 to 6. Shots on target, 6 to 2. The infamous big chances, 3 each. Mm, yeah. Not great. So we're pretty good on the shot metrics and the XG, not so much on the big chances. Petley box touches twenty-four to fifteen. 
Um, and then the non-shot XG, which is everything done in the opposition third except the shooting, was uh, 1.8 for Liverpool and 0.6 for Leicester. So Leicester very much playing counter-attack. Um, and, um, yeah, so on, on the face of it, Bart, those numbers make it look like a, a routine 2-1 win, don't they? But it was far from that. Yeah, I think this is what, uh, to be fair to Rodi, he was saying in the chat afterwards, isn't he? He was saying, yeah, all right, we scored two... Let's just call a spade a spade lucky goals, yeah? Mm. But actually, when you look at the shot dominance, the, you know, 21 to 7 shots, 10 on target, uh, 10, on, <laughs> sorry, 5 on target, the percentage of XG, we won the XG in both halves. Um, you know, it, there's, we have more passes by a lot, you know, by over 100 more parts, you know, mm. we, we had more touches. We, there's not many metrics where we lost, you know. I mean, we spoke about the intensity being an issue a while ago with Jules. I know Jules is not a great metric, but we won that. Mm-hmm. 47 to 37, uh, ground Jules 40 to 29, you know, uh, dribbles were up. You know, it, there's lots of things where you think on the face of it, like you said, we, we had a, it was a fairly, all right performance from the metrics. It's just, mm. but we know we know we do know that the, the number one is 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 big chances because if you run That's a horrible. yeah if you if you run a simulation you know things which implement influence the match results. If you've got three say twenty percent chances in there in your in your shots and the opposition's got three twenty percent chances and a load of one two three four percent chances, there's not that's not going to move the needle much on the match result, is it? On the simulations? No, it's not. Uh, I haven't done it for this game, obviously, but it, no. yeah, it, it wouldn't. Yeah, that that's and I think when we look back at the the review we did in the World Cup, we said we had to decrease the quality of the opposition shots and the amount of big chances that we were giving yeah. them. And in this game, we didn't. You know, I mean, the first goal is is I, I, I don't even. It, it's absolutely shambolic from front to back. Yeah, um, I mean, guy, some Liverpool concede some bad goals. This is right up there, the very, very worst goals I think I've seen us concede. Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must-have fan threads? Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design T-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. Any goal conceded to Leicester is a bad goal, does. <laughs> um, the manner of this goal, the nature of it, yeah, was particularly galling, right? Yeah, I, I have tried to blank it from my memory, <laughs> which doesn't help. But uh, yeah, who was it? Who was it who put it in? Was it Daka who put it in? No, it was Dingy Hall, Drewsby Hall. Drewsby Hall, yes. You've brought the nightmares back. <laughs> yeah, but there was there was there was there was, a, there was an yeah, so just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, like Henderson loses the battle, doesn't he? And then there's just massive gaps between our centre backs, and I just don't understand. Like Matip had a bit of a mare in that, but I 
say the first mistakes, Henderson, he doesn't foul Julesby Hall, which in that role I, I would have expected Fabinho to do that, for instance. Instant yellow, yeah. Just take, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just take the yellow. More, it's yeah. more important to take the yellow there. Like, yeah. you're, you're experienced enough. You, well, Henderson gets sent off a couple of times, but yeah. But he it, wouldn't it, have done it because there was cover at that point if he'd done it straight absolutely, away, would it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But just, yeah. just take the yellow and you're not going to get a second. You just don't get a second yellow. You, you should be good enough think, at the outage to do that. I think that's the re- like I know I think this is entirely I can't remember who lost the ball that front, but because um, sometimes you could say right we weren't set, you know what I mean? We had we had possession high up, we lost it cheap, and they broke on us. But I don't even think that's the case here. I think the centre half didn't expect Henderson to not do that. Do you know what I mean? They didn't. They were like right, yeah, he'll clip that there, not a problem, and we'll be fine. But the manner he just effectively just jogged past Henderson and then straight into our box and slotted it past Ali, I, I, it was. Yeah, he's schoolboy. He really is schoolboy. I don't think I've seen um, a player, though, run through, a midfielder, run through from 40 metres out straight through the centre of the team. Basically, almost like parting of the Red Sea, though, and, and start straight on the keeper. That's just so unusual to see a team concede a goal like that. It's, it... I think it summarises what, what our issues are at the minute, though, Dan, doesn't it? Say again, guy. Okay? I think it summarises what our issues are as a team, though, at the minute. We just have no defensive structure at all, and I think yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. I think um, I think one thing, though, Guy, is that even right before they scored, right, one thing that was about clear about this game was that Leicester had a plan. Yeah. Yeah. They came with a clear plan, and they were right, right from the very first minute, it was trying to, you know, get um, Harvey Barnes and Iosi Perez, wasn't it, in behind Robertson and then... Um, in the channels, um, yeah. In the channels, yeah. It, yeah. It, it wasn't even balls to feet. It was just balls into space, right, for them to run onto a lot of the time, right? Yeah, exactly what um, Watford had done to us. Uh, Brighton did it on a bit bit cleverer with some switches. But, yeah, generally a lot of teams this season have tried to just put it in the channels behind the fullbacks, classic, and then get involved. Yeah. Uh, and, and then build up because they – I think a lot of them are now saying, well, Liverpool 6 isn't – up to scratch, therefore we can dominate that area. So if we put it in the channel and put it back into that zone, zone 14 and talk about it, then we can play from there. And and that's what a lot of teams have done. It's just happened to be Drewsby Hall was like, got in there and, oh, okay, I'll just keep running then and just get running. Yeah. But they had a lot, they had moments, didn't they? Even, you know, in and around that first shot, with it, which, you know, for the first goal, which didn't actually result in shots on target, but they had quite a lot of ve- very, very close moments to, to, to getting in, should we say? Yeah. 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 Uh, I think they had a ch- did they have a chance, cut across maybe down the right. I can't remember attacking our left back. I think there was a chance coming across there and there. And there was a, it was a very close offside on, um, on Harvey Barnes on one as well, like, a, you know, like a, Half a foot offside, that kind of thing as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I re- I remember saying at the time, if peak Jamie Vardy was playing, we would have been three 0 down. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. They went with Pat and Zaka, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, and it, to be fair, after they scored, Bart's that it didn't really improve that much for us. I mean, before the the Darwin big chance when he sort of hits the post with the. You know the lob of the the dink over the keeper. The XG at that point on understat was point four to point three. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it wasn't particularly great that first half, was it? No, I mean I'm looking at the shot shot lists on um, F brief, and we have three straight after the goal. 
uh, 0.09, uh, 0.07, 0.02, yeah. uh, which are Tiago, Trent, Trent. Yeah. So, and one of them's a free kick. So, yeah, it's not, it wasn't great. I mean, I have got, I've got him in notes that, <laughs> shall I say, we started to play a little bit, but uh, then we just started, we just gave it away a lot. Um, and again, I'm not, not meaning to pick on a player, but Hendo was giving the ball away at will. In that, yeah. first, that first 15 minutes, he was literally like just giving it away. Yeah. I think um, I tweeted at half time to you guys, and I didn't tweet it out. So obviously, I just put it in the group that um, he had a 71, no, 68% pass completion. And everybody else was like over 85 in the team. Yeah. And he said, you know, how often can you, do you see the six in a team having the lowest pass completion in the team by a long way? I mean, they're usually the highest, I would say. You're pretty much the highest or the second highest in the team. Yeah, because you're you're safe. Yeah. That sounds really, but you know what I mean. You you're playing. You're, you're often the recycler. Yeah. yeah, you are. You pick it off the two eights or the centre halves, and you and you distribute. That, that's one of your roles that you do. And Fab was exceedingly good at doing that. You know, in our, in our period. So yeah, to have that lower period, but then I think that really does show you he wasn't playing the six. I think we also joked in the in the group. It's pretty hard to play midfield as, as a one, and Thiago did a pretty good job of it. If he was, but he was fundamentally a one-man midfield for the first half. Yeah, he was just picking it up. I mean, Thiago's numbers. Uh, he had eighty-seven percent uh, successful passes that, that game. That's it's not bad for him. He's normally in the nineties, but you know, it, it, it's Elliot again. Another, I think, another problem with this period was for me. Elliot didn't touch the ball enough. He was, he was not invisible. Is probably a bit harsh, but he wasn't. Um, wasn't helping and supporting. He was still trying, playing high, um, high and wide. And I've seen some shots done where he's actually over towards the left side on when Leicester are broken, and which leaves Trent and completely exposed. So, yeah, yeah. I think that 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 feeds into the dysfunctioning in midfield. Yeah, I mean, um, how did you um, before the um, before the first before the week the equalisers uh, guy? How did you see the, the general partner play in that half? Can you swear on under pressure? I can't remember if we can. Yeah, you can. Of course you can. Yeah, it was fucking diabolical. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it was just nothing was linking up. As you say, Thiago was basically on a midfield on his own. Um, Elliot, he's just, he doesn't, well, it seems like the more he's been coached into becoming a midfielder, the less he's being better at it. Well, the less good he is at it. It's just very straight, but we've seen similar with Curtis Jones, I suppose. Mm. Um, there was no link between attack other than, I think I remember correctly, Darwin and Moore had a little bit between them, but it was kind of mm. just between them rather than any build-up play. Um, I think Trent and Robbo grew into the game, but I think Trent was more... Other than obviously he caused one of the young goals, which we'll come on to, obviously, but he, he dealt with Barnes mostly well, I think, which has obviously been the big narrative for the first third of the season where he couldn't def- well, he couldn't defend, to be fair, it wasn't a narrative, he couldn't defend. Um so he did well there. But in terms of us trying to get back into the game, there was no pattern, there was no there was no plan. It was yeah, and I think it's increasingly becoming more and more common that it is basically pass to Trent, see what happens; pass to Moore, see what happens, and now pass to Darwin. And well, he either skins someone or he runs past someone. There doesn't mm. seem to be the the. I think Man City's more blueprint. You you know what a Man City goal looks like. We used to know what a Liverpool goal used to look like. We I I don't see that this season at all. 
No, no I think it's um, just to touch on the positional issues. I think if you look at the touches and percentage of where each player took their touches, Harvey playing midfield had 41% of his touches in the final third, uh, which is 10% higher than any other midfielder. Uh, Thiago had 18 by comparison. Mm. Uh, Henderson had 69% of his touches in the middle third, considering we were defending for a large period of the game. Uh, Thiago had 52. Thiago had nearly 30% of his touches in the defensive third, which again, I think shows you that he was generally being the deeper of the the three when he shouldn't have been. He should have been one of the eights. Um, Naby, when he came on, uh, not so much in the defensive third, only 5%, but he was playing right side of the eights, which is generally supposed to be the more attacking one. He had 63% in the middle third and 32% in the final third. So, just showing you there that breakdown, Harvey spending uh, 5%, only 5% defensively and the rest of the time in the middle or attacking thirds at a period of time when he was on, when we weren't on top. Do you know what I mean? We He should have been there. There should have been a bit more equal, equality between the three thirds. Yeah. So just wanted to bring in the pressing stuff at this point. Because mm. um, um, this surprised me when I got this back. Gags collected this match. And uh, I'll put the viz in the... Uh, uh, in, in in Discord later, but um, the the pressing was quite high. The volume was high. Uh, the locations were high at the pitch as well, and then and the pressing chain was back as well, which I, I did. I really didn't didn't pass the eye test on me that one. Or when I was watching the game, I have to say. Um, but when I asked for his assessment, his executive summary of the of the thing, he he, he basically just said it was a, there was a lot of industry, a lot of hard work. But there wasn't wasn't the old systemic, you know. Let, we're doing this to a plan. We're a finely tuned method with triggers and press. Mm-hmm. He said it was. It was. He said it, the whole, almost the whole team was Lalana esque, which basically just means you know, like, that's a gags code word for uh, headless chicken pressing, just running, Dog chasing a car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and. Um, so yeah, two hundred seventeen presses, and if you look, look at some of the data, because they are the intensity was there on the Papa chart as well in terms of what we we're trying yeah. to do. And the locations were high, and um, I just, just I guess the case in point on this one is, is Harvey Elliott. Now, not picking on him here is that because he, he had forty seven when you want to adjust for possession, which is incredible number, really. Um, you know that in terms of, but it, it was just work rate, and it was yeah. there was very little forced from the from it you know he spent his entire time forcing people to go back and sideways not trying to win the ball back and counter press and gagan and and create you know high quality chances from you know from systemic pressing it it was just work there was no real pressing traps there was just closing down basically yeah closing down yeah working hard yeah. And, that, and, that, and that's all it was and it was very much on the right touchline like, as we've seen with him you know yeah. in the period when we played 4-4-2 um, so yeah I mean it's one of those ones again on the face of it it looks good but it's just the volume that there's what's missing is the quality and the, in the, the, the why are you doing the pressing why are we doing we used to do it Giga pressing as playmaker but it's it wasn't this in this game no it, it's I think you're right Garbet a, a spot on um, particularly Elliot you know again don't want to pick on the lad, but we've said how many times have we said it? He's he's too high and wide. Um, and when you're that having an industry high and wide, you are solo. Yeah, I think in mm. his, in your stats here, you've got an um, 
Was he solo presses? He was. Uh, no, no, he was. He was. He was. He was good. He was still doing his stuff in chains. I mean, there was a lot of team. There was a lot of pressing the chains. Generally, it was just that it just didn't lead to anything because it's not. It's not coordinated enough as a. No. As 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 the team. Um. So yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean. We need to move on from Harvey because we're going yeah, to yeah, we do. about him in the next we're, game as well. Yeah, we are. But um, let's talk about those goals. I mean, the first one, um, Sky could not stop playing the replay of this, of the of Danny Ward shouting keepers before, you know, half a second before Valkfast slices it into his own net. <laughs> they could yeah. not stop playing it every fucking time. Bit of a Keystone Cops thing, you know, um, bit of a calamity goal. It was, uh, was Trent to put the ball in the guy? I believe it was. Um, oh, Simon's joined us. I will admit him, and I will still talk whilst he's joining. Um, but yeah, it was Trent who crossed in, and it, it looked like a centre back. He was just desperate to get involved when, well, he should. Albeit Danny Ward's a bit crap, so maybe he should have. Maybe he was right to go for it, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I just don't know the physics of how the ball went in from that, from that, from deflecting no. from it. I don't think I could do that in FIFA, to be honest. <laughs> and then, do you just, just want to stay with us for the second own goal, guy? Do you remember this one as well? <laughs> yeah, this one was almost like an Ivan Tony bet on it. I think wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that block does not know how to slow down. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was was the Darwin again. I'm sure you'll touch on his finishing numbers at some point. Um, I'll wait for more data. Well, you're always touching it anyway, but it's a nice attempt at a finish. Um, Hit hit the post, but yeah, Faze just didn't have control of his body and just spooned it in, which is fantastic. Well, was fantastic for us, but Brentford ruined that later on. Anyway, evening, Mr. Brundish. He has left the call now. He has left the call, so yeah. he's now got connection problems. He's probably trying to join from the training ground or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, yeah, because that was it. Was that was um, but but that was the immediate follow up from Darwin's big chance, wasn't it? When he when he was through, he, he was played through. It was he was a, it was a break, and then he, he tried to chip the keeper, didn't he? Hit the post, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair to the defender, right? I know you know I me. Mean, I'm not normally this this nice, but I'm not entirely sure what he could have done. On the second saved, one. On the second one, because he, he's running back, right? He's like, right, I might get this off the line. I don't think he expected it to hit the post and come back at that post. Like, you know, once it's hit the post and he's that close, it's going in. Because it, 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 he's, I don't think he can move out of the way, is what I'm saying. Should he have positioned himself better to not be hitting the post by the ball in the first place? Maybe. But um, then you could argue that Dharma should have just finished it. But anyway. Yeah. It was Ox that put the ball through to Nunes. I just remember it. Yeah, I know. That yeah. Yeah. was a good little run for a box as well, I think. I think that yeah. was it. And then he just played it in. I mean, the first goal, I've put down average cross from Trent, which is probably better than most people in the league. But um, <laughs> Yeah, probably. And the amount of spin he put on the ball, that's yeah. probably why you got such a a strange um, connection from the poor defender. But yeah, it was a hell of a finish from the defender. But... And I've put down here, one of our forwards should have been there. Yeah, you know I mean that that zone where you nip yeah. in front, where that that is where typically when we're on the big charges, you'd see Mo nipping in the front post and slot it in the near the near post. Do you know what I mean? They put the ball across and he slots it in. So I was really surprised that the defender was first to the ball because they would have known that Trent's putting that ball in there. The run mm. was front post, and the other one, the follow up run, would have been back post. Well, neither of them made either of those runs. Yeah. 
So that was more of a, a system thing as well. Is like, right, Trent's put a ball in that's decent, but we haven't. It's not clearly not part of our play for that time. Um, but anyway, by the yeah. way, so um, no subs at half time. Slightly surprising to me. Um, yeah. I, I thought there would have been like the Brentford game turned out where that you know people were hooked as a you know, but um, we went again. Um, what did you see in the second half in terms of pattern of play? Side, did you see? Uh, side, sorry, Bart. Did you see much in terms of change of the? You know, because we had a lot of shots in the second half, a lot of chances, but you know, it, it did the quality of the performance improve in any way for you? Ah, uh, what can I say? Um, no, uh, to be to be sure, I, I thought I was really surprised players didn't get hooked. Uh, I thought our structure became even more erratic. Um, I know your old classic pass maps is just volume and, and links and average pass maps, but it's and there's no structure. The second half is, is is not it's not great. It's all in the same area. Our centimeters are pretty much all on top of each other and not they're just moving around, which which suggests they were moving around and not really holding shape that well. Um and Salah's dropping in more and more in the second half for me, which suggests he's not getting the ball enough. Um, again, your lines on your on the map indicate there's none none over four to him in the second half. So his his link is with Nunes, him making that pass. So there's no, but no, there's no, but there's no link to Salah. That's the there's problem. No, there's no link to Salah, and that is our best player. Um, and that is something I think you've seen uh, me and Sai si talk about. I think all of us have in the chat is that how have we designed a system that has nullified our two best players, attacking players, uh, Trent and Salah. Well, hopefully, Sam will be able to join us at some point, so we can go because he has been—he's been doing a lot of this. He's been looking into the output of Mo and oh, yeah. uh, and um, and and Trent. Um, just going through the second half very quickly. There was a big chance of Harvey Barnes, could say, from Allison at um, uh, just just after half time. Um, we had a, we cleared one off the line, didn't we? On fifty-three from them, is that the save you're talking about? Uh, yeah, fifty-two. There was the, yeah, and it was the, there was a, yeah. That was the. Um... I think that was offside. That one wasn't it. No, I'm misremembering. I think they it had should... a big chance offside. Oh, was it, was it a big change? Was it ruled out for offside? Was it? Yeah, the the Barnes one, yeah. yeah the, oh, that was the Barnes one anyway. Uh, then then Mo had one um, just by the penalty spot. Was a, that was the big chance that which he which he missed? Uh, yeah, through ball, and then Nunes he put, he was on a wide, run, didn't he? And he stuck it. Yeah, it hit wide. Um, but then Naby comes it, on. Is it just because of his? Is it just because it was on Mo's right foot? Do we think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's also. We just said that he wasn't getting balls. He wasn't getting touches. Yeah. So, and you know, as a he's, he's a natural. He's a player like anybody else. If you don't get a lot of ball, when you get it, you start snatching. You, you know, you haven't got, you haven't quite got the rhythm of the game. And I think it just came at him. It might have been his fifth time. He was in a position to have a shot. Yeah, but before is, before the subs were made. Um, there was a big chance for Leicester um, on the hour. Uh, Dewsbury Hall um, gets a free header off the penalty spot, literally about five metres of space all around him. Um, and Van Dijk yeah. and, um, is doing his nut afterwards. How did he get the free header and stuff like that? But we've got to say, unfortunately, Harvey Elliott basically just stopped. He was with Dewsbury Hall all the way to the edge yeah. of the box, and then he stops. And just he, let him run. He just let him run. And the ball comes straight to him, and you know he just gets under it, and he gets it over the bar, doesn't he? But yeah, and this is from Vardy breaking, right? Vardy has a yeah. point five shot blocked, and then plays it through to Tisby Hall. But yeah, it, it's 
And this is the side, as you said, the touches, I've said to you, the touches in the defensive third are, are the lowest of our midfielders from Harvey. Yeah. So, and this is, he's, he's tracked him to a park <clears> and he's left him. Um, yeah, but that, that, that tells me, uh, and, and, and Guy, I bring you in again, but that, that tells me that, that, that this, it's not in this person, this player's natural instincts to, to play in that position. Well, yeah, I think you can tell anyone to work hard and they'll go work hard, but if, when, when instincts are needed, is it even instincts or is it just footballing intelligence? Like, well, you should have at 19, but he's a winger. So I can't blame him for not having them at 19. Mm. So it's it's an odd one to discuss, but yeah, there's an attacking midfielder running into the box with 10 yards of space, as you say. Yeah. Just go with him. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're Mo Salah. Well, we've seen Mo Salah this season block shot. I think, was it Everton? Yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In, we've, in seen, we've seen Nunes tracking back down. Yeah, Darwin, back to Darwin's run like, didn't he run 70 yards one way and then run 70 yards yeah. the other? Yeah. 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 To win the ball back, yeah. Uh, that's probably a crap excuse, if anything. Um, so, yeah, it's just any any of our other midfielders would have trapped that guy. Yeah. It, it, even like a Jones or who's lower down than Jones in our midfield pecking order. Really? Nabby. 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 Keita. Keita. Yeah. Keita's the bottom <laughs> of the pecking order, yeah. Nabby would attack him. He would attack him. But no, I think you think you're right, guy. But I think also, I think you hit. A little bit, no, no, how his experience is not playing in that midfield role. His instincts from academy all the way through are attack minded, and you you do have to learn that. You know, yeah. he's nineteen. He's still so his experience of playing midfield is literally this season, the back end of last season. I think Klopp has noticed this as well because he started to when once the subs have happened, which should happen at the start of the game. He's moved Elliot into the left wing role, hasn't he? Whilst we've not had any, had anyone there, so I think he's recognised. The system in in these moments isn't working. Maybe he just has to realise at the start of the bloody game it's not working. But he has been bringing on, let's call them the grown-ups in the room for midfield and then moving Elliot further forward. Mm. So maybe seeing it and just the lack of options at the minute, but... There was I no think excuse. Giving, I think yeah. you're giving Klopp too much credit. I am probably because well, we'll game we'll could have been we'll go on breakfast. Uh, no, I'm just saying that this game could have been outside as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, then, but then we do change it. Um, yeah. We thought Robbo was injured. It turns out, was he injured? What was it? Do we, he, he went I off. Think, um, he had a dead, I think he, he got, he got a knock, yeah. so he had a bit of a dead leg. Okay. Um, which, so, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, it wasn't you know a muscle injury of some you know any kind. No. Uh, but he went off, uh, and Ox went off, and Naby and Costas came on. Um, yeah, and um, we. I mean, I guess let's do the let's do the Nunes stuff now. Because we we've got other things to talk about in Brentford. Nunes was yeah. a factor in that game, not the decisive one. But but um, we talked about before the World Cup, Southampton, that game there, yeah. basically just got Darwin back into line with his XG for the season in all comps, and he's come back. And um, it's fair to say he's had a very very he's timed it very badly to have a cold spell. Yeah, and he. I... So just give you the numbers, Six, 16 shots in three games, seven big chances, 2.67 XG. Yeah, and it, this is this is not what we need at all. It, it's, I mean, even, I think on 80, 81, he runs into space, isn't he, with a ball all the way into the box. Yeah. And he just like, drags just, it. Just drags it. I think he tries to find Mo. <laughs> and you're like... 
but what you do, just take the shot on. Do you know yeah. what I mean? B- bully the, the defender is level with you. Just bully him, yeah. cut across him, and take the, take the shot on. He doesn't. He does nothing basically, and ends up dragging a shot as a cross shot type thing, which can't. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't pick up anyone. Yeah. And I think that that again, we said Mo quite rightly missed the chance, but he wasn't in the rhythm to do it. And I think that's the same for Nunes. Is the reverse? He's getting these chances, and. He snatched them because even the one in the first half, I know he chips the keeper um, and we got an OG off it, but he should have finished it. Do you know what I mean? And there was one before that. He should have scored. They are chances that someone of his ilk yeah. should be taking. One-on-one with the keeper, you should be taking. Yeah, that's that's the centre-forward job, isn't it? That's yeah. the centre-forward job. I don't, Any other chance, I can I can sit there and go, yeah, all right, finishing fairy, the rest of it. One-on-one with the keeper, you got to be scoring. Yeah. And in this game, we got to the stage where we saw him take that absurd, frankly absurd shot from like 40 yards. Yeah, and there was players around to pass it. It yeah. just... that, that shows you the extent to which everything had got on his head in this game, isn't it? Yeah, and he was started in this game with the whole, um, you know what he got sent off for? Started having a moan at the referee about someone hitting him. Mm. And he did that at Brentford as well. Yeah. So it's just, there's little things where he's getting frustrated and he's getting booked and he, you know, it's not quite going his way, but... This is a really bad time for him to be doing it because we could have done with his goal. Leicester would have shut the game up earlier on and Brentford yeah. will come on to which was good. Yeah. Um, but at some point, though, it, the floodgates are seriously going to open, aren't they? And he's just going to, he, he is going to go on a four or five game serious hot streak. That's the way it works, isn't it, Bots? We've seen it so many times. We have seen it so many times. I'm just, you know, with my view on this, I'm. I'm yet to be convinced that'll be to the positive impact to the team. Oh, you think of doing it when we're seven nil up in a game or something? And he's yeah, gonna... that's what I'm yeah. saying to you. Because at, at the crucial <laughs> yeah. times right now, when we need yeah. him to score at nil nil or to draw level, he's not taking that chance. Yeah, just, and... just save them for Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but believe me, just save it for that. <laughs> we are so. I think we've manipulated our system to try and get the best out of Nunes. We've nullified everybody else. There's got to be a conversation around that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, it, and if he's not doing that, then you're left, you're left with what we are, which is a system and a team that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, thoughts on um, Nunes, um, Guy, tactical or as a, just as a fan? Um, um, how are you seen after pretty much half a season? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a weird player. I... I know this is one for the the stats people in serious ones, but I have nothing to compare him to. He can't finish, but he's brilliant to watch till he has to have a shot. <laughs> um, but it is interesting what Phil says about him systemically fitting in. Obviously, he was playing left wing before the World Cup. That, mm, that yeah, they're playing the Manny role, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I think that might work better in terms of a pressing system because we'd have Bobby or Jota, maybe even Gakpo can play that, who knows. Um, But it just feels weird. But it's so hard to know because I think the rest of the system's broken. So if if we popped Darwin into 2019 Liverpool, I'd, would it work? I think most people would say yes. But this chaotic shit show that we're showing at the minute, I, you could whack Mbappe in there and it, I think it'd still look like a mess. See, I don't think he'd work in a 29 in Liverpool. I don't think it'd be ideal, but I don't think it'd like be the detriment to the entire system like I mean, it is at the minute. Just look at the Leicester no. game. He had no. 0.66 XG, yeah? 
his post shot was 0.05. Yeah. Yeah, Mo, in contrast, who again didn't have a great game, we've said that, 0.99 XG, 0.32 post shot. Hmm. So that's, um, and we've said that they've had some fairly equal amount of chances, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like that, it's just, yeah, I, I, I can't, I don't, and, I said, and the reason I say I don't think it worked in 2019, because 2019 was, we were a machine. For 2018 through to 2020, we were an absolute machine. Everybody knew where they were. Yeah. And I don't think Nunes has got the ability to do that. Yeah. Yet. But the same thing is that, um, you know, Origi did come on and do stuff in those teams as well. Um, but he, did, he didn't cost £64 million. Pounds. No. No. No, he did not. No, he did not. Yeah, anyway. I, I just wonder, like, as, um, as as Guy said, whether we see Bobby back for, um, you know, the next, in, in the, you know, in, in the false nine, and then Darwin started, started off the left where Ox has been, but yeah. I don't think that's another point you've you've covered up is Ox again got through another game, another start with Desby Frank not really doing a lot. Yeah. Not not really involved. I mean, what have we got Ox here? Uh, just looking at numbers now. Um, he's got 0.01 uh, XA, uh, no threats, no yeah. XT, uh, 0.15 uh, XG, uh, which is off target, so there's no... Uh, target uh, in terms of his touches, uh, where are we going for him? He's he's just sporadic. It's just yeah. not. I seem to remember last season, um, his first five six performances were pretty damn meh, um, and then he actually grew into the team more. And then you know, kind of you know, November, December, then January, and then we never saw him again. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's... <laughs> but you know, like he, he did his first five or six ones were pretty didn't, bad. Didn't him and Nabby have the same amount of appearances till Jan till Afcon or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Something and then, like that, then yeah. Nabby took over, and obviously we yeah we only played yeah. four midfielders for the second half of the season. Yeah, I mean yeah. to be fair, Oxy's doing. If you want to look at a system and looking at maps and where he's pricking the ball up when he's playing it, he's actually, you know, we've chatted about the box midfield, yeah. Mm. Ox is doing that that part of that box. It's Elliot the one that isn't. You know, yeah. you look do, at do the you map. feel like they should swap, that it should flip over? What Elliot and um no, because oh, I think you, you then the system currently at the moment is you but the left back is high and mm. the right back isn't. If you put Elliot over there, you you'd you'd create a huge hole behind. Right, okay. Whereas right now with Ox in there, you'd have Elliot, it's not, you'd have Elliot standing in Elliot the same Robert space. Standing <laughs> in the same space, you'd leave yeah. Tiago and Van Dyke completely. You just it would be absolute carnage, really would. So um, yeah. yeah, I do think. Having said that, in the chats, I think you guys might or not in Discord. I have said I do think we we could look at rotating the two um, eights, but with a more. Uh, reserved fullbacks, but anyway, that's for another day. But I just think mm-hmm. Ox is doing something for the team, but he's not actually contributing much attacking wise. Yeah, I, I did I, mean like um, Elliot left wing there. By the way, not as a left. Yeah, he would have. Uh, yeah, have to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if you told maybe Rob was just, you know to stay yeah. at home more, yeah. but you, I'm not sure you want that. Maybe, but yeah, you'd have to then get. Tra- you'd have to flip <laughs> it round. So Trent would have to go back to being high and wide. Which might yeah. might what, do you know what I mean? Isn't that what him, we want? <laughs> yeah, you might link him in with Mo then, and then you'd have Thiago covering his space with Matip. Yeah, it might. It it's an inch. I don't know why we haven't tried something like that. To be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, by the way, it's any other business on Leicester. Nabby uh, looked good. I don't think I think we mentioned <laughs> him in we mentioned him in passing, but yeah, 
Uh, he, I, d- I do think Naby looked good. Yeah. 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 Um, question: Is he? Um, did he miss training today? Yes, he did. So is he? Is it? Is it just a precaution, or is he? Any rumours on him? Um, injured? It's, re-injured? It, it's Naby Kerr. Yeah. Just, just presume the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Good point. Hello, I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others on EPL Index. We don't just have the Anfield Index stuff. We've got EPL Index as well, which covers the entirety of the Premier League. And we have three podcasts and a whole bunch of really good writing on EPLindex.com. The podcasts are my own two-footed podcast, which is every day at 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, covering the whole league. We have a tad predictable hosted by Tadiwa. You know Tadiwa, he does Anfield Index. He presents a tad predictable before every Premier League match week. And then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL roundtable there every week after the Premier League match week. So make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Okay. Um, Brentford. Brentford. <sighs> Brentford 3, Liverpool 1. Okay. Um, right. Let's start with the teams. Um, Which one, Guy, on the Liverpool one? Yeah. So, Guy, interesting. Some, some interesting selections. Some good ones, I thought. I saw your team on I saw your team on Twitter and I fully agreed with your eleven you picked for this match. We didn't quite see it though, did we? I think I did I I must have had Nabian. I think yeah, it, it yes. Did, yeah. Um Yeah, he should have start. whilst whilst he is fit, you play him. Hmm. You overplay him, because it doesn't matter if you under or overplay him seemingly. He is a man of no logic and his hamstrings have no logic. Yeah. So whilst he's fit, you just play him. Um yeah, it, on paper, I think this is probably, apart from Naby, obviously, I think this is probably the team everyone wanted because nobody knew how injured Robertson was. Obviously, he came on at half time and had a good impact, but we'll come on to that. Um, I don't, nobody knew Henderson had a concussion unless Sai heard anything in the grapevine. No, so that, was a, no that, was a, that was a surprise to Sai as well. Yeah. yeah. So that uh, must be a training ground thing, right? But didn't, he, didn't he have a bang on the head in the game and then. Played like he had a concussion. I might be misremembering then, um, but no, it, it was that came out of the blue. Um, nobody's ever happy when Ox is in the front three, as we as we mentioned. He's kind of not doing anything. But no, I was all right with the team. It, it should have been enough to be at least competitive with Brentford, but it was nothing. Hmm. Yeah, Canati was seemed like a logical yes. selection as well, didn't it? You know, yeah, because I thought Matip had a bit of a mare against Leicester, didn't he? Hmm. I, I personally thought, so. and he wasn't that great against Villa either, was he? And defensively, mm-hmm. so yeah, 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 I agree. And uh, and um, Bars, um, Brentford, the big news: no Ivan Tony, yippee, good, good, good for us, right? Well, yeah, because he, he, I think he, I went, went off on a stretch, didn't he, in the previous game? Was that a Spurs, yeah. I think? So, uh, so the, the, is it Weezer or Wiser came in Wissa. for him? Wiser, sorry. Mm. And then, um, Yannick came in for Dashfilly in midfield. But other mm. than that, same back five, um, same keeper, annoyingly keeper that, that had a good game against us last time we went there. But, um, yeah, I, I have to say, I think you and me chatted in the, in the group, group game that, we were very worried about this midfield going against Brentford. 
Yeah, I just thought this is if you're going to play Harvey, it's, I always remember the time that Brendan um, went to Stoke and he played <sighs> Suso and yeah. who was the other one? Guy will remember. It was there was two little lads in midfield, Suso and somebody else, and uh, I think this is just you just asking for trouble playing a little lad against uh... Tony Pulis. And yeah, and Brentford I have are blocked about... all Stoke games from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Brentford are about as physical as it gets in the Premier League, right? But yeah, that's that's what they they're made out of bones about it. That's what they are. They defend yeah. deep. They they have a five and a uh, a five black back five and a three in front. Uh, they play two in the channels, but they switch the ball. Very very strong. On very set strong. Plays. Very on strong set, on set plays. Both boxes. Free kicks, but also free kicks, throw-ins and corners, yeah, a lot. In the-, the whole lot, yeah. yeah. Anywhere, anywhere in the final third, and they all put a ball in, in the in the box, and they are extremely good at defending them as well. So, yeah. And then they just battle you in the rest of the pitch. And a very, very good summer signing in Ben Mee, let's be fair. Let's be fair to him, yeah. I think he... And he proved in this game, he had a, he had a hand in, yeah. in their goal, and, um, and he defended well against us. So, yeah, I, I thought that is a, a, an astute signing, should we say. Yeah, very, very I think so. So, um, I'm going to put it to you. I've got a quick... I got This is a bit of an existential question, um, Bart, right? Yeah. I'm going to put it to you that do we collect the correct data in football analytics to adequately analyse Brentford versus Liverpool? Because if you look at shots, possession, uh, yeah. pass completion, you know, XT, all it's these things, everybody models, yeah. n- there's not one of those things that tell adequately tells the story of this match. Apart from XG set play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where they, they dominated a point six six for them and point nineteen for us. Yeah. But I I I get your premise that they basically have accepted they will not win any metric. Yeah. But they will maximize and they have done, they've maximized uh set play and their their post shot as well is two point four eight. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so just a few things. Not... They, they had they had twenty seven percent possession. Okay, we yeah. okay, that's bad. Of the possession they did have, they had fifty percent pass completion. Yep. Um, because that's because that so many they they had seventy four attempted long passes out of two hundred and fourteen. So over thirty six percent of all their passes were long. Yep. And a lot of those incompleted ones would basically just put back over our heads into space. And it doesn't matter. It didn't even matter that they didn't complete the pass. Put it into space, pressed us, forced yep. us to make a clearance, put it out of play, and built from there. No, I know. And, and I know you said 27% possession, that's bad, yeah. They created 1.77 XG from 27% of the ball. Yeah. I mean, I've got a quick maths. That's, what's that, less than half an hour? Not, but less than 15 minutes of the game? Mm. So you think about that. They've actually maximised. Every time they had the ball, they maximised. They looked for marginal gains. So like you said, they can't play football. They will say that, but they're not technically on the ball. They haven't got Ericsson anymore. So they'll put it. They'll put a long ball into a channel and then they'll go and win that ball really high off us to try and nip a free kick, throw in or a corner. And that's yeah. them maximising their time, ability to create a chance. And then when they haven't done that, they'll sit back, wait in, soak it up, muscle us again, look for another opportunity to spin us around, put it in their channel, try and go again. And that's what they did all game. 
So let me just give you the quick match summary on this one. Mm, so um, 2.1, this is from Rosie again before we went in, uh, went off uh, poorly. 1.9 XG for us, 2.1 for Brentford, uh, 16 shots to 10. 12 shots in the box to nine. That's quite close. Brentford, nine shots in the box. That's a lot for an opposition against us in the box. Brentford had more shots on target, seven to five. Um, more big chances, four to three. But penalty box touches, Liverpool 47, Brentford 15. So Brentford had nine shots from 15 penalty box touches. And remember, a, a touch in an opta language is, is an on-ball event, right? Yeah. And two of those events, which are of the 15, were offside, offside shots that led to goals. Yeah. So they they actually had eleven shots in the box out of fifteen, but two of them were were fractionally offside. So, <laughs> um, and the range of the range on the models was interesting in this one. Um, ours was pretty much everyone was between one point eight and two point one, but um, for Brentford, um, info goal had it with Brentford up at uh, two point five, uh, and opted down at one point seven. So there's a big range on the Brentford xG. Um, so yeah, it's. Um, how how do you the guess the the thing is Bart's is if you were telling your students right yeah your your first year undergraduates to go out and say okay everything in right so we we collect all this data about football um go and analyze this match right and tell us how to collect data that adult ad, will ad, adequately tell the story of this match what advice would you give them. I would always tell them to throw away all the traditional metrics and I would look at, it's a bit like what we just said, actually. This is where I think you need the physical data to go with it to look at the running and the heat maps. I would look at your ball recoveries as well for them. Mm. So opt to do ball recoveries and you can yeah. map those and that would give you an indication of where they are uh, competing or yeah, where there is a duel and where they will then win that ball back for us and you can map that. Um, and that would give you an indication of then whether that's high or low. And you could then say defensively they were trying ABC that you can you can draw conclusions from that. As the stats you've just done, Darth, would have been a very good starting point, is breaking down touches in the box, how many shots, how many of those went to top to shots. Some of the work I've done in the chat is about looking at how you convert a final third chart um touch if you like into a touch in the box so what's the conversion rate between that and that so how so when and then from that how much xg do you produce every time you convert a final third touch into a penalty top but a penalty box touch if that makes sense so again it's about efficiency of those small gains um and then i would also look at the areas in which they attacked um Bearing in mind now, set plays, I would have done a lot of work with the students on, right, what are they doing? What are the small movements? How did they, on three of the corners that they took, end up with a player in between every single one of our players and a free player on the penalty box? Penalty yeah. spot? How yeah. have they done that three times? Yeah. Yeah, because we're, we're not exactly duffers from set plays. We hadn't, no, conceded, we hadn't conceded a goal from a set play all year, right? Yeah. Last season, we only got we only significantly lost the two the set play battle in two matches all season. And that was Brentford away and West Ham away. Yeah. But there's something about what Brentford do that we, that causes us big problems on the set plays. And to me, it's very disappointing that as a, as a, as a, as a club that we haven't, we didn't figure out what went wrong last year and put plans in place for this year. That, that for me is particularly disappointing. Yeah. And I think, I don't want to dig people out again, but I think some of that comes to 
you know, you you are a team as a unit defense defensively. And if you have players in that that aren't doing their role, yeah. But we had we had we had we had Van Dijk in the back zone. We had, yeah, yeah, um, that, that, I'm not saying the back four. I'm saying yeah, in front but, of that, but for set plays, had... but for set plays, we weren't exactly small in this game, apart from Elliot. Apart from Elliot, but I think on the one of the goals, Elliot's playing left. He's doubling up the left back. Oh yeah, we'll come on to that in a minute. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. sometimes I, I get your point about there's Van Dijk in the side. Van Dijk wasn't having a great game. No, uh, he see he's supposed to be the vocal one for the first goal. I don't know why he's not. Do you know what I mean? We're we're not we're not set right for the one. The, there's another header that comes in that's offside that's ruled out for VAR. But again, Trent is. It's a bit like at the Fulham, you know, the first game of the season where the ball gets put over the block and it, the player is in between Trent and Matip. In this point, it, it's 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 communication between the back line is just not right. Really, isn't it? Doesn't yeah. take that much to say, look, come here, move in. Who's got who? Yeah, and um, we're not doing that. Guy, any thoughts on? the havoc at set plays and how did you see it as a, as a fan? Um, it's just a mess, wasn't it? It was, I, they just seemed to overload the back post rather than front post. They, they, they did that win. last season again, didn't they? Yeah. It worked last season, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's maybe, yeah. I don't know. It's just the same as what we see on the pitch. Maybe preparation for the match is a mess. Never mind just tactics and stuff. But yeah, like, I mean, the first one, it comes off Ebu. Maybe he's late. I mean, that, that's just that's just like... karma for the Leicester game. Instantly within eight within nineteen Basically, minutes, yeah. right? Yeah, but he's Basically. not. He's not tight enough. He's not in the right position. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's open. Do you know, what I mean? his body is open. He's he's yeah. he's lackadaisical in his marking there. He should have been a lot tighter. A lot, or should have been. It does so, deflect though. Defl- it does. It does take a nick off. Um... But he's behind the post. What I'm yeah. saying, it should be yeah. in line with the post if it deflects oh, goes yeah, wide. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not in the right position. Yeah, he, he, that must have been Ebu's worst game for Liverpool, surely. Yes, massively. Yeah. But yeah, he was rusty. Yeah, game two. So maybe we should just FA Cup for p- people coming back off international duty. That's why the cups exist for us. Yeah. Um, okay, so have a think about what we're discussing the pod. Um, on the rest of the Brentford match, uh, Barts, and see if there's anything else you want to come back on on that that existential question. And there's definitely one for you, P people in the uh, in the Discord group. Yeah. Have a have a think about this. You know, look at these Brentford stats and think, well, what the hell do we need to collect to to, to correctly analyse a match like this? But yeah, okay. So let's let's. I just want to go for the timeline of the events in the Brentford match because I think these are really important, but just particularly the first half. Yeah. Um, so, all right, eight minutes in. We have an unbelievable chance to take the lead. Um, yeah. We have a decent start, don't we? First ten minutes, the shape the shape is good. Um, it's a long yeah. way from what the game is to become, right? But absolutely, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, as well, we're chatting about the pass map. But if you look at the first half pass map, it's actually all right. Structure's good. There's good good triangles. There's good building. Do you know what I mean? Everything you're looking at, you're going, yeah, all right. This is this is okay. Um, we had a, a classic box between the centre halves and the two centre mids. Ox is in the right area. Elliot again, he's doing the Elliot thing, but you know, by the by. But there's links between Trent and Salah and, and Nunes. You know, it, it's looking, it's looking okay. We, we've got them camped. It not quite camped, but you know what I mean. We've we've got them and we're moving the ball well. We're in and out. We're receiving the ball into zone fourteen. Mo's put pulling off into the ten and spinning and making passes, which we'll come on to. But yeah, I, I genuinely thought. This is not a bad start, considering we're away at Brentford. Yeah. 
Um, but, and that chance, yeah, um, guy, that 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 chance. I mean, it was a nice, it was a nice move, but it's they've got to go in, right? Yeah, the, I think they do. The way the way we finished this season, I think in a game against Brentford, who I think I've heard Dave Hendrick like mention is like the litmus test for teams in the Premier League. You have to take chances against a team like Brentford, and um, yeah. <laughs> we see what happens when you don't. It, it's becoming an issue. Um, not just Darwin. There's, there's other people in there. I think. Is it, is it more? Is is Darwin top big chances missing, and it's more's at the yeah. other way yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's an issue for both of them. But I think it's deeper than just looking at missed chances, you, isn't it? I mean, to be fair, it was. Um, it's oh, not a sitter. It's not a sitter. But no, it, it was a momentary open goal. But the defender does cover well. Yeah. There's, there's a massive open goal. Yeah, and then it, the, yeah, but it, it, yeah, the open goal gets closed off pretty quickly, doesn't it? By by the covering defender. It's he really well the, defended, rather than he goes the wrong post. He should have yeah. gone near post. Yeah, rather than go across. Yeah, um, but before even before that, the you know there was first first two minutes there was a corner to us. Yeah, Joss, I think it was a foul. It gives a foul. But Van Dijk has a shot away. The goalkeeper doesn't know it's offside, and he makes the most unbelievable Amazing save you've yeah. ever seen. Mm-hmm. Honest to God, that save. I mean, I know it was only I know it was offside, but when you see something like that happen, you're thinking, "Fuck, you must that must demoralise you as a team when you see a keeper making a save like that." Right? It's 2015 again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alex, Alex McCarthy's bar. Well, even real save. Is, he did it last season against us as well. That one he saved from Bobby last season yeah. was. Just to win, he's a good keeper, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, okay. So, and then maybe, um, some the, the most pivotal moment, the pivotal moment of the match, uh, 18 minutes, um, uh, Brian and Buemo and VVD. And we assume, I'm going to assume this is when Van Dyke's hamstring goes, yeah, I would think so. So he's chasing back, isn't he? So, yeah, so if, if, you, if your hamstring goes, I know you can play on adrenaline for a bit, but how do you play on an extra 25-plus minutes? Well, yeah. Yeah. There's a degree to which it goes, and there's a... Do you know what I mean? There's, there's... Mm. Well, it's a good job we have a sports scientist to tell us these things <laughs> <laughs> on the show. <laughs> so you, can get, you can get a few fibre tears, and then you can... Uh, and you can play on that in the hope that it, it won't get worse and you can, you know, you can not do a lot of running and limit what you're doing. Um, as you get older, that becomes a problem. So when you see Milner now, as soon as he gets any sign of he's done a, a little tear, he comes off because he knows it's going to turn into something because you get less elasticity in the muscles. It's more likely to tear. I think uh, Van Dyke is, is tweets it there a little bit and gone, okay, but has probably incorrectly thought, Oh, that won't, oh, we won't, we won't, the way the game had started, I don't think he expected to be doing a lot of run, like sprinting. You know what I mean? We'd spent a lot, we spent the first sort of 15 minutes pretty much on the halfway line as usual playing our football. So mm-hmm. he could have coasted through and then maybe at half time then assessed it and gone, maybe not. But yes, to, to play, if it was that bad that it has now led to him potentially being out for, what is it, eight weeks now? I can't remember. Well, what the, 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 the highlights, wasn't it today? Um... Uh, guy, that the story was um, racing against time for Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's I think I've seen four to six weeks. I think. Yeah, four to six weeks. 
So yeah. that that suggests to me that it didn't just a little tweak. That's uh, going to be a moderate. That's a moderate. That's, grade. Be, that's a grade two. Yeah, that's yeah. a grade two. Um, and he and he probably should have come off. But there's all sorts of things. Didn't Klopp about... say? Didn't Klopp say he wanted to come back on? He wanted to play the second half. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But and that's where you got to be stronger with. We're not very good this season at players going. Do you know what? I'm injured. and come off. Whereas previously we were exceptionally good at saying no. I'm done, I need to come off. Do you know what I mean? That Those mm. periods where we managed that really well, whereas now we've got players who want to do that. There is also a thing about BVD's influence on the side. Yeah. You know, he he comes off. There's a lot, not so much this season, I think previously that had been like, oh my God, BVD's going off. Yeah. Now, seeing the size in here to stick the boots into BVD, um, we're going to have to do this ourselves. <laughs> um, I'm guessing here, the biggest thing that Sai would have said is that BVD can see Mbwemo. He can see the. He knows the ball's going to get played behind it. Mbwemo is already moving pretty much at top speed, but VVD, I'd say, he's slow to get moving. Right? I, I, I don't yeah. think he. He's, he's not quick at all in anything he does. Uh, it's really un VVD like if that makes sense. And and, and uh, I know Mbwemo was moving at pretty much top speed as he was going past him, but you know. VVD would anticipate that he'd be on the half turn and he'd be he already, you know, getting into position to cover, right? Surely. He, he, mo- he was moving like he was already injured. Okay. So, yeah. Well, that looked like to me. I've, I know he's been lethargic. It's probably the right word for him this season, but mm. he's never yeah, yeah, he's yeah. never that we, slow to do things. No, we said he had a good game against Villa, to be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so this is the start of it. So, basically... And Buemo goes past. Um, it's, it's, it's either saved or it's just wide. Saved. It's, saved. Point, it's the point three three chance, isn't it? And a point six four point shot. So yeah. So leads to um, big chance to Brentford turned wide for corner, yeah. and then that's the corner that leads to um, the opening goal off the own goal off Canate. Obviously, that's the instant karma for. Uh, about fast uh, there. It didn't take long, 19 minutes. Yeah. Um, there but, a bar in there somewhere? Yeah, there was that. a bar check where they were going to say, did it? was there enough of a handball? Would it flick? Because they have to check, every, you know, if it comes off somebody's hand. If, yeah. ben, if ben Mee scored, it would have been disallowed. This is what Dale, and Dale said last season, that would have been disallowed. Yeah. <clears throat> they changed the rules. Yeah. Um, but then, before the really, really shit spell, um, we do have a chance to make it 1-1. But it falls to Costas, and yeah, this is a good good move down the right, isn't it? Comes yeah. across, Ox can't get his feet sorted out. Ends up uh, playing it to Costas with a over elaborate back heel, and but Costas um, has got space. I had no idea what he's doing. Uh, I don't even know. Like again, it's another one of those. How do we have two left backs you can't shoot? Because uh, I mean, honestly, just pick a corner. He does nothing. He hits it straight to keeper. I, I just don't understand how he's not scored. He can take a touch and try to drive it in. It, it, it's ridiculous. I reckon even Robbo might have done a bit better. I think Robbo either would have done better, or he takes a touch and just fizzes it across. The crowd. <laughs> no, no, I think I think he might he might have fizzed it across. Yeah, possibly. And then you have got Nunes, Oxen, and Mo all sat there who probably would have tapped it in. But Obviously. yeah, whatever Costas does is is ridiculous. That's a great yeah. chance to make it one all pretty he, much straight after they score. He, he was awful as well for those. Yeah, he was. Who's I that? mean that that chance Costas. there. 
Oh. Costas, that's a 0.7 XG chance. Uh, 0.66 post shot. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so yeah. The only thing he does right is hit it low. He hits it low, keep him makes a decent save, but he's got to score that, right? He's got to score that. Even if he hits it high off, like into a corner, the, the keeper ain't saving that. Mm. He just hits it at the keeper. Do you know what I mean? It's right at the keeper. All he's got to do is go left or right at him with the pace he hits it at, and he's in. But I just don't understand. It's an odd one. But he doesn't strike a ball. How many times has he scored yet? I don't think he has, has he? Oh, he's in the FA Cup final. But okay. The pen. Yeah, oh, the pen. Well, there you go. Yeah, the pen. Yeah. But <laughs> he, he wasn't very good this game anyway. It was awful. Yeah. I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want, whenever I want, and do so from absolutely anywhere. As a Liverpool fan, I love to know I can now watch every match, regardless of whether it's on UK TV or not. My Liberty Shield VPN makes sure nothing is blocked and guarantees me super-fast streaming speed throughout that match. You can get connected right now with their software package, which includes a 48-hour no-obligation free trial and instant access to their apps for Apple, Android, Fire TV, PC, Mac, and Android TV. Or go a step further like I have and get one of their pre-configured VPN routers. These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN, making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, magboxes, and games consoles. Visit LibertyShield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout. Yeah, no, it wasn't particularly good. Um, and then it was the <laughs> first disallowed goal for them, 27 minutes. Um, so corner comes in. They yeah. actually have two legitimate shots, two legitimate big chances, both from Ethan Pinnock, which... Ali somehow keeps out. And then I think Vissa is coming back from behind the goal line and he touches it on its way in and is offside. And he's literally about half a yard out from goal, right? And he's, is yeah. that right? Have I, have I got that right? I think you got that right. There was a shot before that as well from uh, Norgard. Yeah, that was led to the corner, yeah. Yeah, and then you've got... The pin two, two, the yeah, pin two from the corner. 34 and 31 XG, a 0.66 post shot from Ali is a phenomenal save. Uh, and the second one, he does it, yeah. But then it's you're right. I think he's offside. Was that the one? Is that handball? No, I can't remember. But yeah, it was because of the guy who scored in the end that caused the infringement, and the goal got chalked off. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. So that was the first one chalked off, and then just after that, 39 minutes. Um, I think because of all of the chaos that Brentford were causing us from set pieces, we brought even more men into the six-yard box left Vissa completely unmarked on the penalty spot and they deliver it straight to him. And yeah, he puts it a beautiful target. strike. Yeah. Beautiful strike, goes in, goes off the ground. But it it flicks off um it flicks off Ben Mee in an offside position, yeah? Mm-hmm. Or in a in a sort of kind of instructing the keeper position. Is that right? Which I think that's right. Oh, he was infringing on the goalkeeper's line side. Yeah. I think. But I think the, the real story here has to be we just, I don't know what we're playing at in terms of, you know, Van Dijk's on the pitch. He, he, you know, he's the master organiser of that defence. And then we leave a player completely unmarked on the penalty spot. It's like heads have gone moment there. 
officially the heads have gone from the, from the whole team. Well, it's even worse two minutes later, isn't it? Because they literally... Yeah, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, but you could see the heads have gone in that, and that yeah. plays a play, that's cool. but, you know, we're in a set play situation there. You've got time, you know, you've got people, you know, you've got time to come in and organise, and, you know, all sensible thinking and all, you know, um, what you want, leadership and decision-making, it's just it's just absence. Yeah, it's it's completely... It, from, what, probably 35 through to 40... 44, mm. whatever, that 10, nearly a 10-minute period, they're attacking us through set, multiple set plays, mm. cut, cut the bars, and then eventually they get another goal. Yeah, no, a good atmosphere, noisy crowd and all yeah, that. We, we, can't we get should be used to that. Yeah. We've, been to, we've been to Atletico and won. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, exactly. We, we've been yeah. all over the world and won games. There's no reason they shouldn't, shouldn't have just... Like you said, BBD's there, should have organised it, didn't. Yeah. Um, and um, I think um, there was loads, so many stories after um, Guy um, after this game about our physicality, about the intensity and loads of stories in the press. Um and it's it's pretty damning, isn't it, really? When you when you look at that first forty minutes, well we haven't even got to the second goal yet. <laughs> just well, how chaotic it was. Plus then the second goal might be the icing on the cake. No, it was just it was just an unorganized shit show from well, basically after that um Darwin chance, wasn't it? From it, our we, senior players. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like Van Dyke's bad games you could probably count on one hand. Yeah. And most of most of well no, most of them fingers were the Aston Villa fucking game as well. Um yeah. I think this is his worst game for Liverpool oh, this one. God I it was just such so much shit in it. <laughs> but uh like you said, you said senior players, you can't throw Elliot in there. Can I not really a senior player just yet, but he's a bad he, game. Yeah. Not he's not had a bad game in a Liverpool shirt till then, till yeah. this. Simicast we men- mentioned normally yeah, very, very dependable, dreadful. Yeah. Trent, albeit we'll talk about the second goal in a sec, he was probably the most competent. I, the Trent si- was all right. I mean, there was only one fullback on the pitch who played well, and it was Rico Henry. Until Robbo came on, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. Henry um, was terrific in that first half. Yeah, yeah he was excellent. Um, I can't even think who else. I thought Fabinho wasn't good or bad, I'd probably say. Mm. But the the thing is, I would say that three the three Brent from Norgard, Jan Elts, and um who's the other dude in midfield for Brentford? Um, uh, um Jansen. Yeah, they were all better than Fabinho. All of them. They were they, they were solid, they were physical, they pressed. It was three we, against two though. Yeah, this is true actually. And the pressing numbers that we've got from Statsbomb, um, you know, that Liverpool only had 89 pressures in the match, uh, right? Jensen, uh, Janel, Norgaard had uh, over 50 between them. They're centre midfielders. They just worked hard. They had 20, 27% possession and they when they just, they fucking worked hard and, and they pressed us in our own half. Yeah. yeah. So... I think I think that, albeit it's becoming a bit boring now, talking about Ginny Vijnaldum <laughs> a million years after he's gone. This is a game where you miss Ginny Vijnaldum. Very press resistant. It doesn't do anything amazing on the ball. But he's he physical. Lose the ball. Won't lose the ball, and he will give his own. He doesn't um, get bullied. Thiago, Thiago can... Naby Naby should have started. Well, yeah, but... He doesn't. I'm saying, Gin, honestly, Ginny, two years. I, I, I love Ginny, and I really did, right? And I wasn't one of those. What was he doing? But this is two years down the line since he left the club. I'm not sure he would have been great in this game. He would have you been better than a 19 year old winger, yeah. man. <laughs> True, but yeah. that that's 
that's, that's kind a, of maybe addition by subtraction. I'm just yeah, saying. So yeah, yeah. I don't think. I don't started. think. I don't think. I. 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 I would. I don't think I've ever criticised one album for his physicality ever for Liverpool. I, no, I don't. I, I never. I, co- Called him I, a pussy. I never called him soft. No, I I wasn't even the hugest fan of Ginny, but yeah, I I know we replaced him numerically with Thiago, but we never replaced the style of player that Ginny was. Yeah, C- certainly not someone who's fucking as available as Ginny Vinaldo was. Yeah, um, yeah. just I an mean, odd. I, an odd and I should I should just say the reason I referenced Statsbomb Pressures before there is because Oti didn't have time to finish our our own before we got taken. It was a real shame for this match because I think it would have been interesting to see what, what we had to show for for our for our pressing on, on, on Brentford particularly. And, you know, because I was going to suggest to Bart, so, you know, you weren't doing the UP back with us then, but Rogers' first full season, 16-17, it was very reminiscent of, you know, the Lalana team, yeah. um, some, you know, um, going away to playing teams like Leicester when we got beat 3-0 and trying to press... And then the ball just getting launched over our heads, <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, and us being able and us being able to deal with direct play. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you there. Um, I mean, I, the only thing I have run, and I think I've shown you this before, is the ball recoveries from Opta and use that uh, a first half versus second half. It's night and day. I know this is only Opta's recovery; it's not uh, as good as ours or or uh, stats bonds even. But I mean, you've got sporadic. Uh, dots on the pitch for um, the Liverpool ball coverage from Brentford. Yet you look at second half, and we have lots of areas of, of density, as in con- Condor lies very, very close together. I'll put this in the UP chat, but um, yeah, it is night and day. The the change in performance from us uh, from first to second half, um, very yeah. much so. But yeah. Yeah. Second half. You want to talk about second half? No, no, we're going to do the second goal. Oh, you want to oh, <laughs> the crowning turn in the water pipe. The, uh, the second goal after getting away with two VAR decisions, two disallowed VAR goals. Uh, 120 seconds later, we can see an absolutely diabolical goal. Um, we play it out. It's actually, is it from the, the it's from the disallowed VAR, isn't it? Is, it's yeah. From that, yeah. Yeah. We give it so, away. And we touch the ball twice. And yep. then Harvey Elliott decides to try and what? Why does Harvey Elliott try and dummy that ball? I have, I, and this is what you you've said about heads have gone. They went all over the place because no, it's and that's where the young kid hasn't got the experience of being in the mire at that time because a young uh, an experienced player would have just got foot in the ball, keep the ball, yeah. keep the ball, keep it ticking. Not right. I'll do something fancy here. We'll get out of jail. No, 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 no. Nah, you know you've just got away with murder three times. Don't don't be dummy in here. There, just play it simple. Um, and that's and that's 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 not his fault. He hasn't got the experience. He should never ever have been in that position. But yeah, I don't know what he's doing there. It, it's it should have been hooked straight after that. Yeah, guy, he was to be fair. I, I I have no idea. What, I, I don't think I got out of anything. What, well, one, why is our right centre mid a left back? Yeah. I dummy it. Well, it, it just maybe it was a. It, it's not a mistake from Allison because maybe he expects his Liverpool teammates to be competent at football. Might be his first mistake. It, it, but, it's uh, literally from the goal kick, right? Allison. Yeah. He has an indirect free kick, and he passes it out probably what thirty yards on the angle into yeah. the into the left back channel on the floor. And Which Elliot we, we dum- do we do tens of times a game. Yeah. Yeah. But Elliot dummies it. And Ruslev intercepts it and then puts it out to Mbuemo, um, I think. 
Um, and then it's um, and he puts he, he does a little pass back to Jensen, who, who clips across over to um, Wissa, Wissa, who is yeah. is he unmarked again? Wissa for the goal, I think he is. is. He is well, Trent, Trent, yeah, Trent marks. I can't remember who the other one is at the back balls, but he yeah. is marking him. So the. This is why Harvey being out of position is absolutely critical because it left Trent 2v1 and there was no one in front of because Thiago's already gone across to help out. So yeah. it left Fab on his own in the middle dealing with three runners and their two forwards. And we just didn't get organised. You know, because BBD ends up not marking anybody. He misses the header, right? He's in the, he's in the team literally to head those crosses away. He misses that. Yeah. Canate's in between two players. Yeah, and then Trent is in between two players and he's marking the guy at the back because he, he thinks the ball's going longer than it does. And Fab can't help out because he's there going, I've got two runners coming at me from midfield because Thiago dragged out and Elliot is doing, I don't know what the hell he's doing. And Ox is back there as well, isn't he, I think? Mm. We've got basically, I think, nearly four players in one one zone of the pitch when we should have had two at tops and two more in here protecting our goal. It's 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 a horrible goal to concede. Probably even worse than it's one of the worst goals out of the Leicester game. To be fair, oh, I'm not going. I'm not having this to worse than Dewsbury Hall. <laughs> no, that, it's, worse. <laughs> it's worse. than the fear zone goals, though. <laughs> I think it's because it's so simple. It's a cross into the box. Yeah, this is the stuff that we should deal with. It, it's not a Kevin. It's not a Kevin De Bruyne esque cross either. That's what it? I'm saying to you, right? That's yeah. why I think it's worse because it is so simple to defend and get that right. Whereas the Jewsby Hall, ugh, I should have clicked him earlier, but I'm just saying this one here is so simple to sort that out, and they should have done their job. No one did their jobs, and it, it's it's horrible. The ball in is is all right. It's not brilliant. It's, it's, it's below average ball, and we should have defended it. BVD should have headed that away. Or one of our centre halves, big centre halves, should have cleared the ball. Didn't. Yeah. Sorry, I've gone on a bit there, but it just it, 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 hate, des- I, it deserved it to be fair. I hate simple goals. I just, you know, it's a what is it? It's a point zero eight chance. Yeah. Right? And Ali nearly saves it as well. I think if if Ali's, I don't know. Half a second quicker, he saves it and claws it around the post, and he would have got us out of jail again. <clears throat> yeah. point, the post shot is 0.14. So, okay, triple sub. Yep. Um, guy, half um, camera on the dressing room for half time would have been interesting, I think. Clop. Oh, nobody's here. <laughs> no, I mean, what do you think? There would have been teacups going, hair dryer. What do you think? Or do you think it would have been? How do you think it? How do you think? What do you, what's your, what do you imagine? What's it say in the drinkle heads? What do you imagine going on in that dressing room? Oh, God. I was just thinking about how I'm, what time I'm going to bed at that stage. Um, yeah. Uh, does, does a hair dryer treatment work on complete bell ends? <laughs> but that, that's what they were playing like. like yeah. Like, it's not about, it's not about losing because Brett, as I mentioned, Brent for a good team. Yeah. Obviously, missing their star striker, which it's not great for a uh, great look for us. But they were playing like complete bell ends, like not giving a fuck. Um, Elliot mm. played left back, heads gone, as Phil keeps saying. They, Bullies they were, all over they, the pitch. Yeah, they just weren't competing as they should. They weren't giving a hundred percent, which they sound stupid and cliches, but they weren't. Well, they weren't because we saw straight away after half time intensity. We saw yeah. it. Well, we saw. We did. We did. We saw um, Robbo made an immediate impact. He actually ran with the ball. I think Naby, once he started getting more involved, he was 
basically the best player on the pitch until his mistake for the goal. And Mat- Matip was better than Van Dijk, no question. Yeah. Well, that, that wasn't fucking hard to be fair. Exactly. <laughs> and actually, Canati was decent this half as well, to be fair. Yeah, till, till the mistake, yeah. yeah. It, just so, every everything improved. Everything improved from that moment on. So maybe why should maybe it take need... you? Why should it take you being two two nil down and an abject performance and getting bullied to 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 come out and actually show some intensity and show some fucking gumption? I think it goes. I think it's. I think it goes beyond just shouting at them. I think just me and Phil were mentioned. we talking whilst we were waiting for for you to join the um, Zoom call. As soon as we brought Nabi on, the system worked. Yeah, it, there's a level of digging people out and making them have an emotional impact. But in terms of having a tactical impact, having Rob on for Simicast, who had a fucking nightmare, <laughs> improves. But bringing on Nabi for Elliot was... you I can't remember the stat you mentioned, Phil, but it was night and day. And every, every aspect of our controlling the ball, what we could do with the ball, how we could defend. Obviously, Brentford didn't need to attack as much. That might have helped, but... Just having a third midfielder who has been ingrained in the Liverpool system for four or five years now, it makes a difference. Yeah, having a third genuine midfielder rather yeah. than a, you know some kind of surrogate midfielder or fourth Absolutely. attacker. Absolutely, you know? it, it could yeah. have been. Obviously, Naby Keita is a better player than, than James Milner, but that could have been James Milner, and it would have been an immediate fucking imp- improvement. Yes, yeah, it was. it's the weird thing is that. And I don't disagree with what you said, Kai, but if you look at the comparison of Elliot and Keita's numbers, right, I'm not sure you're aware of this, but middle third percentage of their touches, 52-52, right? Harvey, uh, final third, 43 versus Naby, 32. Naby, more defensively, again, where he should be, but again, we weren't defending that much in the fight, so we had 16%. If you look at what they did in each half in terms of XA, yeah, Naby 0.06, Harvey 0.24. Yeah, Naby had a shot 0.1, Harvey didn't. Uh, passing, this might surprise you. Harvey had an 86, 88.6 success rate of his passing, Naby 69.8. So this is maybe coming back to your question, Darth, about how do you measure this game? Because we all know Naby played better, but in some of the stats, Harvey well, by better, but he didn't. He didn't offer us what we needed. By subtracting him, we got better as a team. Um, anyway, yes. I'm so I'm going to do my really, really mean thing now, right now. Um, and the only player I've done it about on under pressure before was Martin Skirtle. And, um, and I, <laughs> yeah. there's a, there's a, it's, it's a thing from an American sports, primarily American football, I believe, or also maybe basketball. And it's called addition by subtraction. And what it is is that the, the the theory is is that the team as a whole improves, it gets added to simply by removing the weakest link and replacing it with a another player, a replacement level player. And unfortunately, I honestly think Elliot is now at that point where um, it's addition. We subtract Elliot, add literally anybody else, any other midfielder, and the team improves. And I, I, I really, I feel really sorry. I have to say that because he's a young, talented lad, and he's got some some attributes which are really, really good. But in terms, of, I'm only interested in the team. I, I only interested in the team level of performance and the team outputs. And uh, yeah, so yeah, Martin Skull and now um, Harvey Elliott. I'm afraid. <laughs> I I agree with you, Darth. I mean, uh, yeah, some of the graphic uh, in terms of the attacking waves, you're at, you know, your EPV development, the rest of it, they all improve post second half. They all improve. 
pass maps, we are in their half for the, pretty much the entirety of the second half, passing the ball, moving it, creating chances. It's mm. it's exponentially better in the second half. Um, we just didn't... We got the early goal. Um, disallowed for offside. Uh, again, that's intelligence. I, I do think you got to take... If you're that quick, you don't need to go early. Just go... You'd still have pace the defender and put it in, and that's that's another chance, so, isn't it? That's another big chance. Sorry, that's what you say. Yeah, go on. Gay, gay, don't say. <laughs> <laughs> gay, just talk to us about that Nunes disallow goal, right? What when you when you watched that first off, right, before we realised it was disallow, what, what were you thinking there as a fan? I actually can't remember the goal, if I'm honest. You might he, have to talk me for it. No, he's, he's like um he, he actually turned the full back in the he ran between the centre back and the left back. Um Trent played it in, I think, wasn't it? Trent played it in yeah. down the channel, turned him, and he but he turned to his right, so he spun to his right down the channel, one touch, and then he flipped and he and he lashed it past. Um, oh yeah, right yeah, on yeah, the, yeah, on the yeah, sort of yeah. volley, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. All it was done at pretty much the speed, all done at the speed of light. Pretty too much. good, too good to be true. I think. <laughs> um, no, it, it it's what we what we talked about more so in the Leicester game, wasn't it? The ingredients are there. But putting them all together for Darwin seems to be the issue at the minute because if he scores, he's offside. If he misses, he's onside. It's it, it's just it's well, a bit of an, a nuisance. Pa- it was my- it was signed it was signs of things to come, I suppose. But my oh, my point was going to be: there's not many players can actually score that goal. No, there? that no, is no. a rare talent. When you see that, and you're thinking, "Fucking hell, that was good." <laughs> yeah, it, I, it, I, I, I was like, "Get out of the chair!" Fucking hell, that's yeah. brilliant. No, no, it absolutely was. It absolutely was. It's just, God, it's, maybe it's just the fucking game draining it out of me. Which is like, did you have to be offside? <laughs> but that's the point, isn't it? Yeah, that's the point. He didn't have to be offside. Yeah, no, no one knew it was offside. I kind of guessed it though, just because it was down. No, no, but I mean, it's you're that yeah. quick. You yeah. make sure you're not offside. Yeah. It's yeah. not hard. You just run along the line rather than down in the space. So that's the that's the thing that's making me keep the faith because I called him a, called him a rough diamond and won the pre in the pods before. Yeah, the World Cup. Did, but, yeah. but the was thing it, is, wasn't one and, of them and, and where he was never onside? I'm just going to ask yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate, I hate that shit. But Rosie said that um, he said at least you called him a diamond because it means he's got the qualities yeah. there to be polished. It's just a rough diamond, so it's not like uh, you're trying to polish your turds, you know. Basically. No, no, no. It's not. And again, uh, it's not, oh. not like your ox, is it? No, he's a shadow of a footballer at the moment. I, but I guess the thing is, is that we, you know, nobody, nobody, ha- nobody thought we were going into a transition season. That's the thing. That's the thing, yeah. I, I, you have to put the price out of it, but it, it's again, it beggars belief that he's that old and he can't time a run. Because again, that's really <laughs> crucial chance. He and scores goes, that, we get a draw. It goes back to what Marco Lopez, friend of the show, said, and he said that he, if it, if for two years at Benfica, he wasn't coached. Yeah, and this is really showing up now yeah. because he shouldn't be at his age. He should be a bit more tuned in his game. I know we're talking... I mean, I'm going to say something. You're going to go, well, these different... You know, Owen Fowler, right? They yeah. knew a lot younger had to turn and run how to finish. Mm. They were younger players, but they were they were coached in a way. And, and it is coming back to Hornets that we've got a player who is that rough. He's two years probably behind the coach he needs to be. But that that is another chance that's cost us... Could have cost us... I think if he scores that, we're going to win the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the only thing I was going to say on Harvey Elliott being hooked to half time was that 
uh, he had one duel in his 45 minutes on pitch. <laughs> yeah. Any type of duel. Um, Naby Keita had nine. Um, yeah, yeah. In, uh, four in the air and five on the ground. So, um, yeah. I mean, there was a game at Man United, I think, where we, we, we didn't put, I think we put in two tackles and two, two duels in the first 60 minutes or something like that. Is it, yeah. 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 Very unclop like is what I would say. But yeah, then we did get the goal, but um, nice goal from Ox, nice header. Yeah, good move, I thought. Yeah, nice good move. move. Yeah. We were playing um, well at this point. It looked we like the tide really turned, well. right? I thought we were playing really well. I've written down here, you know, Naby and Thiago are, at, are just absolutely knitting together, playing lots of little short little passes, creating. Trent's coming into it, puts a cross in with his left foot, I think it was in the end. Mm. And um, Ox... Ox scores. I mean, there could have been three, yeah, three players could have scored that, to be fair, they were in the line. But and Ox scores, it was good. I mean, even putting the first minute Robbo's on, he should have created a better chance. He was right in down touchline with four yeah. players in the box and he, he just miscues his, his um, cross. But I thought this period of time here from 45 through to 55, 60, this is, this is the moment. And we didn't seize it because, I mean, Tiago has a shot. I've got 59. That was going in, got blocked. Uh, follow up got blocked again there was lots of things we were doing we were higher up the pitch so the balls we were playing into the box were more penetrative you know giving that chance up forwards more whereas in the first half we were a bit further back our centre halves were on the centre were on the halfway line you know um, so it was we can press the play in their half and we were getting a lot of joy I thought it's just we didn't score at the right time. We we had to get another one. Straight after we scored the first goal, I think we had to score in the next five minutes and we didn't. And then it just the longer it got on, the more they sat in and went, right, we've ridden the storm here and just did what they did. So we've talked all um all uh, season, guy, you've you've heard us whittling on when you've been the other side of the virtual glass about fitness intensity. Um how long do you think we kept up the really the real physical stuff for the real, the real pressure and the real intensity. How long do you think we managed to get it for before we, we lost it? 20 minutes. Just, just, just in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. 20, 25 minutes at a push. Yeah. yeah. And then we eased off, didn't we? we? We kind of, yeah, we can't, we can't even do a full 45 full gas anymore. Can we? But to be fair, Darth, we had to go. This wasn't just full gas. This was in Sith gear. We've got to push it with two down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not like we're one down or we're chasing it. This is like we've got to go for it. We have, we use so much energy in that first ten minutes. Yeah. If you're starting off in reverse, you kind of fucked yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, to give you an idea about how much on top was their goal, which is horrendous, and we'll come on to, is point five two xg. They only conceded point five three. I think it is. We only conceded point. So their whole entire second half xg is point five two. They didn't have anything between the two goals. No. They didn't have any shots between the two goals. No, no shots that registered XG. That is it. That chance, 0.52, a massive chance. Don't get it wrong, anybody who does should have done better. That's it. That's what they had. We blocked it. We blocked out one other thing, whether we blocked, I think it was. But other than that, we completely and utterly dominated that second half. Yeah. So Brentford's last two shots of the match were goals. Yeah. How bad is that, eh? Yeah, um, did, we, did we? We didn't create any apart from the goal. I don't. Did we have any ex, good XG chances? I don't. Or created chances? The second half, we created point seven four. Uh, in the second half, uh, only I just don't know. I think some of the chances we had. Fab, remember Fab broke. Had a shot from edge of the box. Mm. 
not. I mean, it's a long shot, but it's, it's not really something we made, is it? No, no, no. It wasn't. No. It was just. It was just. It was just intensity, and yeah, and it was just general pressure. But we didn't have any, you know, any really other than yeah, other than the goal, and there was no, there's no big ones now. No, no. Um, should we talk the final goal then? Um, real. <laughs> Just the crowning turd in the water pipe here, and you know, I've already said that, but this is the second one. But this was a shambles. I mean, it wasn't. A, I'm going to say it now. It's not a foul. Oh it, God! It, no. I thought it was at first, but that was just me being a Liverpool no. fan. <laughs> it's not a foul. No. It's just you've got to be stronger, lad. It's, you know, he's bigger than Brian and Bueno. I don't even know why he doesn't just head it back to Ali first. First touch. Yeah, just knock but it back. Collective head's gone. Uh, I... I don't know because I think we're all on top there. I just I don't know. I, I'm not sure what he's doing. I generally don't know what he's doing there uh, because for me that's really easy. He's over the top, knock it back to Ali, peel off, receive the ball at feet, and we play a game. Yeah. <laughs> just just a word on people blaming Naby as well. He was the I only one. Over. He was the only one trying to do anything. So the fact he got pressed by like two or three people. Yeah. And then again, he got pressed just outside there on just outside the D in their half, right? So behind him were two other midfielders and two centre halves. I'd say it's ninety five percent Ebu, five percent Naby. Was a bit of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was a very very sour note to finish the game on. Um, yeah, and um, not very good. Any other business chaps on Brentford? Oh, we have to play them when they've got Ivan Tone. Well, no, he might be banned for gambling. Ignore that. I think there's a fairly good chance he's going to get I banned for gambling. That. They yeah. have just signed a random German, though, so that might haunt us. Um, um, yeah, the, um, I remember somebody told me that, um, or I heard on one of the pods that um, Joey Barton got 18 months for his gambling offences, betting, just general betting on football. And they're, yeah. they're less than even Toby's, I think. And, and Sturridge get like four months for one bet or something. Yeah, Trippier did as well for the same yeah. thing, didn't he? But that was like giving out information, wasn't it, about where they were yeah, going? Sturridge gave out his information. Where he what we don't know is whether he, Tony was betting on his own team's games. That's the big one, isn't it? Whether we don't. That's the rumor, time. isn't it? Years sentence. If he's been betting on his own team's games, he might as well. His career's going to be over. Welcome, welcome to punditry. I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, because, he's, <laughs> because you know, that's that's the whole spot fixing, isn't it? Stuff, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But isn't he? Isn't it? Isn't it over? Isn't it hundreds and hundreds of bets? Yeah, it's like two hundred and sixty. Yeah. I think. That's what I'm saying to you. It's it's in a different league of, to. Um, they know of. What's his face? The Joe Barton was not that many at all. No. Like, yeah, I just think I think you're looking at like, and they've got the, they've got the, the evidence. They wouldn't charge him. I think I think he's, he's done. I reckon you're looking at a year. Oh, yeah, minimum, minimum. Yeah. What was he 29 now? 29, 30? I think he's younger than that. Yeah, he's younger than that. I think yeah. he's like 25, he 26. He looks, yeah. he looks, looks like he's had a hard life, put it that way. Yeah. He's, anyway. a, he's a Liverpool fan, that's why. Anyway, <laughs> so that was a nice little adjunct on Brentford to finish. But uh, thank you very much, Guy, standing in. No problem. Maybe next time I'll actually look up the game beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> You've blanked it all from your yeah. memory. Yeah. Bu- I've you know, art of bullshitting uh, the secret of podcasts. Yes. And thank you very much, Bart. Um oh, and um we will be back. Uh God, I don't know where's the FA Cup. When are we gonna be back? I mean, God knows. We'll be, we'll put it in the Discord chat, we'll put it on the on the Twitter channel when we'll, we'll be back. We're, we're not doing FA Cup, are we? No, we're not doing the FA Cup, we're but we do we, we do one after the next league game somewhere, including a little bit of FA Cup potentially. But until then, thank you very much, chaps, and up the Reds. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel 
so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.